Hello, welcome to the Live Reality Games podcast. My name is Steven Stewart and I am super excited to talk to you all today about Survivor Real Foot Season 10, which is coming up in a week. And with me to talk about it, I have not one, but two members of Real Foot Production. I have Parker, uh, Season 2 vet veteran of Real Foot's production extraordinaire, uh, Victory House mole, mole Survivor. And I have Pete, uh, Season 3, am I right? Season mm -hmm. three, Real Foot Among Other Games, uh, Real Foot Extraordinary. And I'm just so grateful to have you both with me to talk today. Thanks for having me here. Um, so one of the reasons why I'm super excited for this season, it's going to be airing June 4th to June 11th on, on the Surviving Real Foot Facebook page. I'm very excited because you all did it. This is season 10. This is a, this is a big deal. I don't know many games that make it to season 10. It's crazy. You know, obviously... Uh, Amos couldn't be here tonight, unfortunately. He's been doing it since the start, but Pete and I have been fortunate to be doing this for six years now. Pete, is that right? Six That's a true story. I'm I'm 66, and I started when I was 60. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it's it's humbling, honestly, to see it uh, evolve as long as it has, and mm -hmm. that so many people love it and want to be a part of it. It's truly not to get sentimental. It's changed my life for the better. Well, for me, Surviving Real Foot's been always like, it's the gateway drug into live reality games, right? Se season two of Real Foot and season one of Real Foot are on YouTube. And I think people stumble upon that, discover it, and Real Foot just brings so many people into the community, which I am which I think is amazing. And so one of the things I like to ask is, I, I'm sure you all aren't here to tell me exactly what you're going to do season 10, but were there anything that you all were tossing around or thinking about to maybe do for season 10 that didn't leave the drawing board? Did you have like what you're like, some crazy ideas what to do for the, for the 10th season anniversary of the, of the of your game well we definitely one thing amos p and i like to do is we definitely like to have our brainstorming meetings you know mm -hmm. we like to just throw out ideas right no idea is a bad idea um you know so that no, we couldn't do everything we wanted to because some of the ideas were crazy <laughs> when you actually put them in practice but um I'm really happy with what we settled on at the very least. And if there's stuff that didn't happen, we may see in a future season. Well, what do you think, Pete? Yeah, I agree. That's exactly what I was going to say was the brainstorming. And it is a big year. And, you know, at some point, a lot of people expected season 10 to be a returning season. Mm -hmm. But with having to take a year off with COVID and then with the excitement that we got out of the season last year, we had 66,000 hits last year. Oh my gosh. And uh, <laughs> and so we were just felt like we had too much momentum to stop to pick up a returning season. We felt like we were we need to move forward, but yet we still want to make season 10 the unique season that we think it's going to be by looking past in the past, looking at the present and even thinking about the future. So we're going to blend all three of those a little bit. Well, let's talk about that because um, I remember Production did two seasons in, in 2019, and two seasons in the summer, it's a lot. And I think you all decided, like, let's take 2020 off, which was amazing foresight, because 2020 was COVID, right? And so yeah. no one was doing yeah. anything that year. Uh, and that gave you all the rest you need to come to the 2021 do Season 9 Bluff Ranch. It was a fantastic season. And like you said, thank you. 66,000 hits, that's that's incredible. It was. We had a lot of following last year, and... Um, and we hope to have the same this year. You know, we always worry about is is Facebook Live the best way to reach the mm -hmm. audience because we know there are some other some other uh, 
venues that we could use. And we may try to look at some of those this year to incorporate some other ways to draw in a little bit larger audience. But, you know, it worked for us. And I personally like it being live and following it as it goes. Now, we know you sometimes have a hard time keeping it in sequential order, but we're going to try to work on that some this year as well. Mm-hmm. And then I think you can talk to the numerous live rally game hosts out there who are sitting on footage. It's, it takes a while to edit and the package and the push out. And one of the joy of the live experiences, mm-hmm. it's out there immediately. And I think you all have done a great job, especially last year with the coverage of all the players. And, you know, speaking of season nine, like looking back at season nine, what were some of the triumphs that are your favorite moments of the season that you were like, you're that, that got you really excited or pumped up for season 10? Well, let's see. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot of like, moments i enjoyed and there's also aspects to it i enjoyed you know i can list countless moments but some of the things that i thought were really successful was um kind of to what you mentioned just a second ago steven we you know we took that year off with 2020 and we came back for 2021 we you know you have that lingering thought okay did did we lose our touch right or or is this the one where people are not going to be interested and Mm -hmm. thankfully that didn't happen and Mm -hmm. people still came back and we had a great crew and we had a phenomenal cast and i just hope we can keep that momentum going into this new season yeah and i think for me it sounds so cliche but when you watch these people come in on day zero Mm -hmm. or day one and you see how they leave on day eight and you see the transformation you see and you hear them say i just didn't expect this this was this was like real and you know they come in with all these preconceived notions of what they're going to do and some of it works some of it doesn't but i think for me the highlight is just seeing how they leave the game everyone from first boot to the winner leaves real foot a different person i mean it's just cliche i'm sorry but that's why i keep coming back is to watch them from day one to day eight and how they change and and i want to pick piggyback off that as well just to add to that you know uh season nine not that any other season isn't just season nine was just a really fun time i i really just enjoyed how it played out i enjoyed the the fun uh, that was brought to it, you know, it was kind of nice, not not only for me, but I think for the whole team, production team, you know, come off coming off of such a tragic year that 2020 was to just have a, a sense of fun and a sense of getting to be with new people and new experiences again was just a really uplifting experience. And I'm, I'm thankful we're able to do it again this year. And Stephen, you might go there here, too, but I'm going to jump one more time. Let's do it. <laughs> The production staff. Nobody can really appreciate the real foot production staff unless you're there day in and day out. Mm-hmm. We have a huge staff. Yeah. I mean, and these people pay to come work. Right. We rent this new location. And, and of course, they get a lot for their money. They don't pay an exorbitant amount, but, but you know, they get a shirt and they get a free place to stay and three meals a day. But they actually, you know, are coming to work. But, you know, we have our media team now, our challenge crew. Uh, the hospitality, the tribe handlers. Uh, it's just amazing to watch these people and they're all their hearts are in it because all of them are alumni 
um, except for one. And that's another story. <laughs> but, um, but you know, yeah, our production crew, they make the week. And at the end of the week, they also have had fun and are already talking about, can I do this again next year? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's fun for us watching it on Facebook, it's got to be a lot more fun being there and watching things play out and discuss <laughs> like, what do you know? What have you heard? What's going on? They yeah. they all love and and I love it too. But you know they love getting to be there and have information there in person. It, it's definitely a lot of fun because we'll be like, can you believe so and so said that or made that move? It's a lot of fun. And you look at where Amos started. If you watch YouTube on season one and two, and that little dab of three that might have mm-hmm. fallen out there somewhere. We are such a different, unique character now than we were then. But look back at that. Amos pulled that off by himself with designing those, those challenges as primitive as they were. The game was still there. Yeah. The elements of the game were still there. And now look at where we are, where we have people designing and creating brand new challenges and we have a cat, a, a production crew coming across the United States, start flying in a week from today. And some are even arriving on Thursday that are driving in from out West. And then all of that will come together. How far Amos has brought this from one to 10 mm-hmm. is phenomenal. It's one of the things that's truly honestly inspiring to work with Amos as long as I have. And I've been fortunate to is he is never content with just saying, all right, I'm happy with where we are. Let's just repeat it over and over. He's always looking, what is the next step to do better? How can I improve in this aspect? He always Mm -hmm. asks that question. That's the first question he asks as the season ends, what can we do better for next time? And it's just, and that's why I think the quality has gotten better as each season passes. One of, one of the things I enjoyed last season, and Pete, you were a big part of this, was your surplus tour. And I, so I, I felt like it was it was starting real foot drawing a little inspiration from season 40, bringing in currency, but the surplus yeah. tour was, was very entertaining. Uh, maybe you can't talk about this, but w- will we see a return of that? <laughs> uh, we could give them a little preview of that, couldn't we, Parker? Maybe. No, you know, I, you know we, we, can, we can give a little, uh, maybe a hint. <laughs> Uh, here's what I'll say okay (laughs) here's what I'll say I I just look forward to that because one of the things I enjoy is not only just like you operating it but just the sheer list of things you had in there right it was was like I love the variety and just kind of there was like a charm and wit to the things you and see when I was doing that Stephen I wasn't even aware anyone was watching that (laughs) (laughs) when Skylar started um uh, haggling haggling with me she thought she was getting me <laughs> and 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 her uh jeff was so excited on production scholar got you i coveted that i wanted somebody to deal with me and so i wanted it I, it's exactly what i wanted to happen was somebody would say well would you do this because that's me in real life <laughs> and, and in all and in all honesty Stephen. It's funny you bring up the the currency from the Survivor All Winter season with fire tokens. You know mm-hmm. that did play a little bit in when we were making that twist, but mm-hmm. uh, you know we didn't want to completely redo it. We kind of wanted to take 
the basis of that, okay, mm -hmm. an in-game currency, but make it our own, right? And add it to our theme of the right. season. That's right. how it became a, the surplus store. And I, I love just one of the things that's fun is, like Peter's saying, when you have a twist like that is, I think Survivor thrives on its cast and its characters. And mm -hmm. you get to see all the different personalities. Like you see Skylar is willing to haggle. You see Todd, who... Uh, you know, a lot of people had opinions on this. He didn't take the advantage, <laughs> you know, but that's his, you know, that's mm -hmm. his personality. That's but do you, do you remember his phone call? Yes. Oh my gosh. When he got to buy that was a good phone moment. call, that was amazing. I just love all the different personalities, you know, mm -hmm. trying to do something. It's, it's all the same objective, Stephen, just buying items. It's so simple. And yet we got so much character out of it. And, it, it, it enhanced the gameplay for for better or for worse for some people's games. So I, I really, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you enjoyed it because that was what we were hoping for with a twist like that. And I, I think it worked out very well. Will we see it in the future? I mean, <laughs> my takeaway is that Pete will bargain, but much like Jeff Probst, be careful. <laughs> right. Sometimes the bargain might not work out in your favor. <laughs> um, well, because I'm thinking like we just season 42 just wrapped up uh, season 41 and 42 have been very interesting with they felt the most like a live rally game of maybe of all the seasons we've seen with just the things they've tried to do with the interesting yep. idol twist, the journey idol mechanic with the extra votes. And again, you probably don't need to say anything right now, but I'll, I'll be really curious watching to see did that inspire anything with what we see in real fun? Because I always think you all do really fun, interesting things that the show can is never brave enough to try. I'm thinking, like, for instance, season eight, everyone starts with an extra vote. That's always for everyone's like, what would happen if that's the case? So you don't have to say anything, but I'm very excited to see what inspiration season 41 and 42 had on this upcoming season. We'll, we'll have some surprises for you. Well, and it, you know, it, it's also just such an interesting point in Survivor because when we did season nine, 41 and 42 hadn't aired yet. So, mm -hmm. and you know, as, as you know, Stephen, uh, Survivor, these last two seasons, their whole brand is the game has evolved and, you know, and drop the four, keep the one. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they have a lot of new tools in the chest to play with and, you know, add to the game and they've tried new things. Does that influence how we put on real foot? We'll just have you to know, see. I'm super excited for y'all. The four final four fire making constantly, the do or die twist every <laughs> other round. These are great things. that will help real foot so much. Please don't do that. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I want to kind of talk about location. Is this season going to be in the same place as the previous season? It is. Um, okay. we've, we've had some ups and downs with our location. Um, mm -hmm. We do love that location. We do lease that. And um, after last year, the owners uh, raised our, our lease uh, to an area to an amount that we could not afford. Mm -hmm. And so we were looking for another location and found one but I, my heart just wasn't in it and i just kept going back to the old location and so uh, i remember waking up one monday morning and thinking this this new location just isn't going to work and i reached out to the old owner one more time it was mm -hmm. like my last ditch effort and he said okay i said what he said okay you can do it i said are you serious and so <laughs> We do have our old location back. Okay. And, um, we're super excited about that. Um, it's a beautiful location. Um, 
we have great accommodations for production, which I know the game's not about production, but it does make it um, comfortable for them. Mm -hmm. But now the, the campsites are, they, they've done some work on the property since last season. And uh, they have actually made the trails even more defined. Uh, so we have great trails to our location. We actually have some areas that we could look at creating some new campsites. Mm -hmm. um, some of them turned out to be too close to each other. So we, in other words, it's kind of, you just have to get out there. It's a 300 acre farm. Mm -hmm. Now it is known for rattlesnakes. You may mm -hmm. or may not know that. I do not we, know that. Yes, <laughs> and we do warn all of our cats. Mm -hmm. uh, this whole area in West Tennessee, known as Hornbeak, is well, well known for rattlesnakes. Mm -hmm. We did not see a rattlesnake last year, but we did see a copperhead. Mm -hmm. And we've already killed two snakes on the property, two venomous, mm -hmm. venomous snakes uh, already this year in the mowing process. Uh, but neither of them were rattlesnakes. So we do warn our cast. I mean, this is a live environment. It's real. This is not staged. We are in the elements of the wild. They have to be very careful, know their environment. We but it's a great location. Yeah, we, we truly, like even in the interviews, we did this for last season as well, but for this, the interviews for this season, we were really transparent about the, you know, what to expect in the mm -hmm. area that we're at. Um, and, you know, we just, you've played it, Stephen. We just, there's nothing phony about it, you know? Yeah. There are still, and I, and it's not, it doesn't bother me, but I, we still get the occasional comment of people thinking that some aspects of the game are staged and it's just, go watch just, season eight footage. <laughs> if you yeah. think it's staged, I'll yeah. go watch season eight. Yeah. I'm yeah. the, uh, the incessant rain. I was just I'm like, worried about the rain to watch. Really? I'm worried about the rain, Stephen. We are wet. The trails are wet. Everything out there is wet right now. There's mud. And we just can't get out of a rainy pattern here in, in West Kentucky, West Tennessee. We are in a rainy pattern, and I worry about it. I remember we were, season eight. We were very fortunate last season when it came to mm -hmm. weather. It, it did rain, and it, it rained hard, but it never rained again, and it was only for a couple of hours. After that, it was sunny. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, they had to deal with mud for the rest Hot. of the week, but it was <laughs> yeah. sunny for the rest of the week. So yeah. that was good. But... Um, you so, never know what the weather. I mean, it, it, it rained for a couple of days in your season, Stephen. Obviously, mm -hmm. season eight was um, a whole monster within itself. So the weather is always another factor that's completely unpredictable. Mm -hmm. So what do you recommend for potential players who are watching or players who do want to play Revolt someday? What do you suggest to do to prepare for that kind of weather? Like a lot of rain, wet, cold. Like what, what do you say? Great question. I think it's a lot of mental. And I don't know if you can prepare for mental other than to be informed that that is a possibility. Mm -hmm. I do think if you watch today's, uh, uh, we have a, a different alumni introducing each day. Today was day eight uh, to the game started. Tony uh, from season seven um, in production. Tony was eight or seven? Eight. He was, he, well, yeah, he, I was like, he I don't remember to Tony. Do terrible range, so he knows okay, first half. Yeah. But anyway, he did a great a great commentary today about think about your clothes mm -hmm. think about your clothes think are you really ready to go out into the woods for eight days with all you could face and i so, 
brought a terrible jacket to Rilfa. It was waterproof, which was good, but it was this very light waterproof jacket. So it provided me no warmth at night. And so I woke up every day at 3 a.m. shivering. I was like, that's it. I'm awake yep. now. <laughs> so I don't know how you can prepare, but plan your clothes and get mm -hmm. into mental, a mental space where mm -hmm. you can, you know, be ready for the elements, whatever they throw at you. And I don't know if this is known to necessarily the general public who watches mm -hmm. Real Foot. The alumni know this. We do provide a packing list that people have to abide by if they're going to play. So, mm -hmm. you know, you can only bring clothes that fall within that packing list. But I, I think Pete, Pete hit it on the head. It's it's just a mental thing. Mm -hmm. You have to know what who you are and what you're capable of and you know and it's and you know we watch the real show on our couches you know eating snacks mm -hmm. and we're like oh i can do that armchair quarterbacking like, until you're actually out there you know can you do yeah. it and that's just what people i have to remember it's a mental thing it's a mind thing you just have to remember it's going to be over by the end of the week and then you know three years from now it will be long gone that that time yeah. of your life so it's just a mental thing now do our players still able to bring a lecture item? They are. Okay. I mean, what's the most useful lecture item you've seen a player bring? Hmm. I will not answer that because I don't want people to get ideas for future seasons. <laughs> Darn. That uh, is all I will say about that. I brought a yoga mat, and I brought the thickest yoga mat I could find that I could still pack with me so I can at least <laughs> not sleep on the ground, and that was great. <laughs> I like it. I like it when people bring their luxury items because it's it's the it's their self you know it's mm -hmm. it's it's an embodiment of their character almost and their personality but this I want is what sleep. they want to bring out there so i never want to we always <laughs> want people to bring whatever they want as long as it's allowed yeah a lot of them want to bring survival stuff we just have to you know we turn yeah. those down you can't bring you know something that would be a survival item yeah but now, what if someone pulled a pg law where they make their own like fishing hook earrings or flint buttons oh. for jacket and they smuggle in the game that way would you like be mad or impressed um well <laughs> i would hope that we would that we would do a good enough job going through their stuff on day one <laughs> that we would see through that but i mean they can bring a fishing hook it's not gonna help them there's no there's no water to fish in <laughs> mm -hmm. there's water but not to fish in right Pete? so right uh, you all mentioned casting for was there anything new or different you did with casting this year or how did how did casting go as a process you know I, you know th th this is my opinion pete may have a different answer mm -hmm. i think a lot of it was a similar process as to season nine how we did it but at least for me i always try to look inside myself and evolve what i what what we need for to cast right mm -hmm. it's like you have to you have to remember as somebody putting people out there it's like you may have this type of person in mind to put out there but you have to remember is that best for the overall product is that the best for the overall cast just because you want it mm -hmm. so i just always try to look at it as a, as objectively as possible putting my personal opinion aside is this the right personality for this group as a whole? You know, mm -hmm. the cast is a puzzle. You have to get the pieces quite right. When we say that, people don't understand what we mean. And it's an art. until you do it, it's kind of hard to understand what we mean by that. But if you've done it before, you know what, we're, what we mean by each personality is a different piece of the puzzle. And sometimes mm -hmm. we have great personalities, but they don't fit in this puzzle. And that's hard. It's always hard turning people down. But I think as I think what I learned this year was as each year I do this and I'm fortunate enough to, 
I think I get a little bit better being more objective. I'm never going to be perfect because I'm human, but I think I get a little better each year. Mm-hmm. And I think he's right on that. I mean, I want to say this for people who might be watching. I mean, we interviewed some great people that we all liked, but they just didn't fit yeah. this cast. And that's hard for me sometimes, but I want them all. But, you know, and we started interviewing in August yep. two times a week. Wait, last, last year so soon? Yes, we oh take gosh. July off and we start interviewing in August and we don't cast at the end of December. We interview twice a week, two to three a night. My wife says, will this ever be over? We had to close apps a month uh, a month earlier. earlier than we originally planned because there was yeah. just so many. That's and a then, great feeling. It's oh, a it great we problem to have, but it's great exhausting. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I wanted to say about that just to give people encouragement that might not have made it either in 10 or in previous seasons. We have people that I'm so proud of that just like on CBS that continue to apply. And some of those are going to show up in this season because they fit. And so don't give up on us. If you Mm -hmm. don't get it the first time, let us hear from you again. And that we have a whole new cast that'll fit together and, so for these people who are stuck with us and keep coming back after being rejected, if you want to call it a rejection, they just weren't cast because they weren't the right personality, but they're going to show up. Some of them are going to show up this year. And that that's, and Pete hit it on the head. He said it much better than I could. That's where I think the disconnect sometimes comes from is they don't see it as, they see it as, oh, we either didn't like them or they right. did something mm-hmm. wrong, but that that's where the disconnect they didn't necessarily do anything wrong and we did like the, we did like them it's just one you can only put on so many people you can't yeah. put 50 people in a game it'll take too long at least survivor may i, I know there are games <laughs> hey isn't there like a million dollar island with with 100 players surely you yeah, can do I that mean, right you know i played mayhem manor which had over four like 30 but you know i don't know if you can do that in survivor necessarily but you know what i'm saying like you can yeah. 50 in and you also it's- as when you talk to so many people, you can only put, you can only put in a certain amount and you have to find the pieces of the puzzle. So Mm -hmm. I hate that people each time they don't get cast, think it was something wrong with them or we didn't like them. That's never the case. And Mm -hmm. if anybody's watching out there that didn't happen to get cast this year, I promise it wasn't something you did keep applying. And that's all I can say. That's a hundred percent. That's what I wanted to walk away with as well. Now, as we're wrapping up, is there any anything else you want to talk about this upcoming season or anything else you want to say? Well, I'll, I'll jump in there since I yeah. kind of anticipated that question. And, and Parker, you can jump in after this. I Go think ahead. you're going to love this season. Mm-hmm. You're going to see um, some brand new challenges that we've worked really hard on. Mm-hmm. They are extremely well done. Now we still have to make sure they're executed correctly. But the vision for these new challenges is amazing. I'm super excited to see how those those pan out. You will see some some favorites. You will see some twist of some favorites. Uh, but I think um, you're going to you go see a very diverse cast, mm-hmm. and you go see a super fun cast. I'm this. I keep saying super. Sorry, but this cast is just falling together so well. Mm-hmm. And um, I say it every year, but I think this could be the best one. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I say that every year because we spend so much time with them. We cast yeah. them in December and we've been mm-hmm. working with them 
for six months now getting yep. them ready for this game to start mm -hmm. arriving next Friday. And so I think people are going to love the cast. You're going to love some of the new challenges, some of the twists. Uh, will it be the same as nine? I hope not. Oh, I mean, we I, want, want we want, be, I want everything yeah. to be unique. No, yeah. we want, it, it'll be a unique game. Right. And, and that's kind of what I want to leave off with as well. Um, it's like, you know, yes, it is, it is the same location as nine. And we're fortunate enough to have a lot of the same production crew. We have some new faces as well mm -hmm. that we're very excited to see yep. how they do this season. I'm very excited for the new production members. But there are a lot of ones from last season as well, which is awesome. But it will not be the same as nine. And mm -hmm. I love nine. But this is going to take on its own personality. You know, Stephen, I think your season and eight where they, they were on the same property and similar production teams. But I think those seasons are very different. Uh, have very different personalities to them. Mm -hmm. And I think well, that's what you're going to see with season 10. It's a, it's a great group. It's great cast. You know, it is not the same as nine. These are, this is a great group of personalities. And like Pete said, we got some awesome new challenges. Mm -hmm. We've had a, our team has worked super hard to advance our challenges mm -hmm. and I'm so proud of them. And I think the players are going to get a kick out of playing them and i think even the viewer is going to get a kick out of watching it you know i'm very excited to see how those challenges play out and i think it's just going to be a really fun time and i'm super excited that we can do it again and i hope as many people and even more tune into it as they did last season because i really do think we have a fun game coming up mm -hmm. i do too well I just want to say once again, thank you both for the time to come talk about your upcoming season. I'm very excited. For those who want to watch, uh, Real Foot will be streaming through their Facebook page on Surviving Real Foot on Facebook. Uh, so check it out there. Uh, from the Live Reality Games podcast side, I'm planning, and Parker, if you're still free, to sit down with and do a cast assessment with you uh, on Saturday once the game begins, so June 4th. Oh, yeah. uh, we also plan on doing kind of a mid-season recap once the merge hits, when, whenever that may be. Uh, and also, I hope to do some impromptu um, at evening wrap-ups with, with some real fit alumni. So I'm looking forward to having that come together. Great. And by awesome. postseason, I am very excited to talk to this this cast and hear about their experience and kind of dig into what made the, what made the season tick and how each player's game happened. So wow. prepare for the real foot marathon of content and get excited. <laughs> yeah, you're going to love Steven. it. You're going to love it, Steven. Yeah. So, thank you for again, having us, Stephen. I appreciate Parker, it. Parker, Pete, thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in, and there is more to come. So get ready for it.